This is Paradoxical, the podcast about the psychology behind big success in small business. I'm your host, Steve McCready, and today it's just me. So the main thing I'm going to do today is tell you a little bit about the new podcast, about my vision for it, about where the title came from, how it came to be. And in exploring that, I think that's going to give you a good understanding of what you can expect here. And then last but not least, I'm going to have a TV recommendation for you. Not a TV, but a TV show. More on that in a little bit. So let's talk about the new name, Paradoxical, the psychology behind big success in small business. Now, titles have never been something that I would have considered my strong suit. And it has been kind of a challenge for me my whole life. I did want to have a title that would be uh, simple and distinctive. I wanted to have a title that would also be relatively representative. And so in thinking about what I'm going to be talking about and about the things that stick out to me about my work, one of the things that shows up so often, and it has like for as long as I've been doing this, is paradox. There are many ways in which the things that we need to do to achieve the goals, progress, improvement, to overcome the obstacles that we're facing doesn't, at least on the surface, make rational sense. It's counterintuitive or paradoxical. And so it was one of those things that struck me as like, oh, okay, this has been a like a running theme through my work for decades. And so as I was thinking about titles, we're like, oh, what about paradox? There's a bunch of podcasts that are or have been titled paradox. I'm like, okay, well, I can't use that one. But then paradoxical, hey, no one's used it yet. So boom, there's our title. Now onto the subtitle, the psychology of big success in small business. Psychology, pretty straightforward, right? Psychology, that's my background. I came to coaching via the world of psychotherapy and psychology, and most of my work still comes at things through that lens and with that frame, and we're going to be talking a lot about psychology, psychological concepts, mastering your mind, and that sort of thing. So that's pretty straightforward. Helps people expect, like, where's the focus going to be, right? Now, big success. This one isn't necessarily what it might seem. I think for a lot of us, when we hear big success, the first thing we think of is money, fame, fortune, that sort of thing. And if you start looking at definitions of success, that is indeed aligned with one of the definitions that's there, right? Um, The attainment of fame, wealth, or social status. But that is not the definition of success we're talking about here. Instead, let's look at a secondary definition, the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. There we go. One of the things you'll be hearing in interviews is me discussing with my different guests their definitions of success. And you're going to see, or hear, I should say, a whole bunch of different ones. And now for the last part of the subtitle, small business. When I say small business, I'm referring to the size of the company as far as number of employees. And it has nothing to do with revenue, especially in the internet era is entirely possible for very small, even single person businesses to actually have pretty high levels of revenue. There's an author, Elaine Pofelt, who has studied this topic extensively and written a couple of books on it. Uh, The one you'll want to start with is the one person million dollar business. So there's the story behind the title, how it came to be, what it means, and that's going to give you some idea of what to expect here on the podcast. 
And so last but not least, I've got a TV recommendation for you. This is one of the shows we're watching right now, and it's one of my favorites for multiple reasons. And so the show I want to talk about a little bit is The Last of Us. I'm sure a lot of you are watching it and familiar with it. If you're not, it's it's on HBO Max. It is actually based on a video game, which at first I was like, really? A show based on a video game? That's not going to be good. Um, also, it has some similarities to The Walking Dead, um, but instead of zombies, we're talking about humans who've been infected, uh, but act um, similarly, although they move a heck of a lot faster um, and are pretty vicious. But the point is, it's kind of this messy post-apocalyptic world and what are humans doing um, in this situation. And so there's a lot of that stuff to it. That's not actually what I like about it. Some people do. And that, that stuff is done well, I think. But the thing for me that sticks out about this show more than any other show that I can recall is how it really captures the duality of life. And Sure, it's showing it in this post-apocalyptic context, but at the same time, it is illustrating a truth that is absolutely there for us as well, but that we often don't acknowledge and that society as a whole tends to also not, right? Things happen. We go through hard times. We have obstacles. We have challenges, but at the same time, even in the midst of difficult, painful, scary moments, we also have experiences that can bring joy, beauty, amazement, awe, right? And The Last of Us does such a good job of bringing these two things together and showing them to you. I'm thinking especially of the most recent episode, which as I record this is um, episode seven, the combination of the visual elements, the relational elements, the music was just like, there's so much here. Now, that makes it kind of an exhausting show to watch, so be warned. But I was like, wow, this is brilliant. It is such amazing art. And I am so impressed by everyone involved in the show and the wonderful, wonderful thing that they are creating. But I think there's a lesson for us there too that there's always another side and we can get locked in these very narrow perspectives. And there are times where that's really good, right? Focus has its place, but there's also times where we want or need to bring a different perspective in, or we don't want to at least lose it. And that's one of the things here that the show really captures is the ability for there to still be these moments of beauty and connection, even in the midst of this really awful, scary world that they're living in. In um, in this episode, they make use of a song that I, I think it's probably fair to say you all will know, and it might take you a moment to recognize it because it's so different. But the context in which it's used and the way in which it fits into the scene in the episode is really just really emphasizes it and really more illustrates, again, both this contrast of beauty and sadness and destruction and all of these different things. And so for me, it's really one of the most powerful scenes on a TV show that I can recall. Just amazing. The business takeaway for this is don't get too focused in one place unless you're deliberately trying to do that, right? Watch for our tendency to get caught up in 
one area. Oh, everything's going wrong, right? What are we going to do? Or this is great. Everything's going to be perfect. Neither of those are right or accurate, right? It's like when things are going wrong, I mean, you want to, of course, be mindful of that. You don't want to ignore it. Um, it doesn't go really well if you take that approach. But what you want to do is look at that and then beyond that. There are always possibilities and opportunities. There are always things that you can do, but we sometimes have to get through our fear, our doubt, and the uncertainty before we're able to start digging into that. The same way that sometimes when everything's going great and good, we can sometimes take our foot off the gas, or we sometimes can make choices that are riskier than we might think or not really aware of the potential downsides. And so both of those can really set us up for failure. So if we remember that the universe is full of both good and bad opportunity and danger, and these things coexist, keep that in mind as we're looking around and navigating, it will help us to be able to navigate a more successful course um, as we work on getting to where we're trying to go. So that's it for this episode. I'll be back next time with the first interview, and I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. In the meantime, I welcome your feedback, input, suggestions, and all of that stuff. You can always reach me at steve at stevemccready.com. That's M-C-C-R-E-A-D-Y. And until next time, keep moving forward. I'll talk to you soon.